Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're having just another great day. I hope that you are back from yesterday and you got to hear part one of John chapter 17 as the Holy Spirit is taking us through John 17 these three days, yesterday, today, and I'll be doing the finishing part tomorrow. Today, I'm on John chapter 17, verse 11. And I want to just jump quickly in there because our time is so limited on these podcasts. So I want you to get all of this. So hopefully you're reading John chapter 17. If not, please read that sometime this week. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you the revelation of it and listen to these podcasts. Even if you have to listen to it over and over and get in your spirit what the Father is saying to you because there's so much revelation of who we are inside of Christ Yeshua, how that we are supposed to be going into the heavens. Just a recap real quick, going to John chapter 17, verse one, it says, this is what Jesus prayed as he looked into the heavens right there. Just every time I read that just trembles me. Because he was looking to the heavens. It wasn't a man looking up to the sky and seeing clouds. <laughs> he was looking into Zion. He was looking into his father. He was looking into the kingdom of heaven. He was looking to that which is on, on the other side of the veil that he is the only one at that time had the right to do other than some dispensation that God would give man. So let's go quickly into John 17, verse 11 from the Passion Translation. Holy Father. I'm about to leave this world. I don't know about you, but when Yeshua says, Holy Father, who God Almighty, it just sends something through me. Come on, try that with me. Holy Father. You know, sometimes we try to stay away from being religious that we get religious about not being religious. I grew up Catholic for a few years of my life, and they would say things like that to the priests and stuff. We had no idea what it meant. But when Yeshua says it to our Father, and he says, Holy Father. It kind of reminds me of the Our Father. He says, Our Father, hallowed be your name. Holy be your name. So I can get lost on these two words right here. But let me keep going because of time's sake. Holy Father, I'm about to leave this world to return and be with you. You think someone knew a scroll, huh? Well, you know, he's Jesus, so that's why he knew his scroll. No, you and I can know our scroll. We can know our time of ascension, departure, transformation. We can know because we can go spend time with our Father. He's not keeping secrets like that anymore. He's revealing to the sons. Holy Father, I'm about to leave this world to return to you and to be with you. But my disciples will remain here. So I ask that by the power of your name, I could preach on that all day, protect each one that that you have given me and watch over them so that they will be united as one, even as we are one. The, the whole consensus of this portion of this chapter is about being one, us in Christ, Christ in us, and us in the Father. And I love this part when he says, but but I have kept them in the power of your name. Now, when I got saved, the only thing I taught was taught was the name of Jesus. I'm not knocking the name of Jesus. Do not get me wrong. I use Yeshua most of the time, uh, this Hebrew uh, way of saying, it right so i use that most of the time but still 
He didn't say that I've given them power in Jesus' name. He says, I've kept them in your power by the power of your name. And so I remember when I first learned the Yod, Hey, Va, Hey, Yahweh, there's a tetragram, and it began to become real to me. At first, it was like a distance. I didn't understand it, but Yahweh began to make his name real to me, and I see eternity in his name. I see creation in his name. I see me and you in his name. I see Yeshua in his name. I see the fullness of who he is in his name. And so that's what he was keeping them in. He was keeping them in the power of the fullness of the revelation of who Yahweh is inside of his name. Not saying, hey, my name is Bob, so it means Bob. No, it's not like that. It's in his name. So I, I want to move on, though, because that's part of it. I could preach in his name for a while, too. Um, and he said, uh, protect each one of them that you've given me and watch over them that they will shall be written, united as one, even as we are one. While I was with these that you've given me, I have kept them safe by your name. Once again, that you have given me. Not one of them is lost except the one that was destined to be lost so that the scripture could be fulfilled. But now I am returning to you, Father. I pray that they will expect Experience and enter into my joyous delight in you so that it is fulfilled in them and overflow. You're talking about the declaration of shalom, the declaration of going on the other side of the veil being presented to you. He is praying for us and asking the Father that we would be in the same joyous delight that he was going to. Here on the earth now, way before death, here on the earth now. I love this. I have given them your message, and that is why the unbelieving hates them, for their allegiance is no longer to this world. My allegiance is not to this world. My allegiance is to the kingdom of God, designed Yeshua. That doesn't mean I don't respect or honor the government I'm under or the authorities I'm under. That's not what it's saying. It's saying in the spirit realm, I am a citizen of Zion. I am a citizen of the kingdom of God and my allegiance is to my father which is in heaven this world is not mine anymore to pull on to have to hold to make me be what I'm going to be in the natural realm I become a new creature in Christ Jesus and function in the fullness of Yahweh in the earth I'm not asking you because right here he says I'm not asking you to remove them from the world but ask them that they would be guard their hearts that you would guard their hearts from evil for they no longer belong to this world, no more than I do. I love this. We don't belong no more to the world, no more than he does. Your word is truth, so make them holy by your truth. That right there, oh my God. Your word is truth. Well, now we're talking about the spirit of truth that comes out of the throne of Yahweh. So make them holy, which comes out of the throne of Yahweh, by your truth. I love this. I have commissioned them to represent you. Get this. Just as you commissioned me to represent you. Now think about the commission. What is a commission? If a commander in chief commissions you with a medal of honor that represents a certain authority, a protection, a provision, a fullness of what that is that's being put upon you, you get to walk in the function of that like the signet ring. And Yahweh right here, Yeshua is telling Yahweh, I've commissioned my believers just like you commissioned me. So you didn't get anything less than he did. Now, we don't know how to tap into it all yet, but Yahweh's showing us these things. But I don't want you to have any doubt that Yahweh's given full provision for you. Say, Yahweh's given me full provision. 
I love this. I have commissioned them to represent me just as you've commissioned me to represent you. Now I dedicate myself to them. Look at this. Yeshua dedicates himself to us as a holy sacrifice so that they may live a fully dedicated life to God and be made holy by your truth. Yeshua himself dedicates himself that he will make us holy. He will cause us to be dedicated unto God that we walk in his truth. We'll come back tomorrow for part three where we finish this up on the ascension that we have in Yeshua Christ. This is Craig Wells with Coffee and the Cosmos.